Welcome to the Instinctive Influencers Podcast, a show where influence becomes one of your tools for success. Now, here are your hosts, Brian Weber and Ed Haley. Hi, I'm Brian. Oh, and Ed's not here today because I get to sit down with these awesome guys. Uh, today, we deci- I decided to invite a few friends over, um, some guys I've met, uh, and I'm going to introduce each one as we go through uh, and kind of show you where we met and how and how we're all interconnected somehow, some way. It's pretty cool. Um, but what we're doing is, uh, actually, I call this because we're all aviation guys. We're all in the aviation field, uh, so we're going to call this as the rotors turn. Uh, you guys know how that's like at an aviation unit. Um, so with this, before I get totally into this, I just want to make sure anyone listening and, uh, watching understands that everything we say in here is our opinion. Uh, it's only our opinion and we only represent ourselves. We do not represent the United States army, the United States government or anything like that. So, uh, everything that we state is how we feel about it. Uh, so with that, let's get started. I got Matt right here. I got Mark and then I got Chad. Uh, let's start over as far first with Chad. Chad, tell us where you're from and how long you've been in the Army, man. So I grew up uh, just outside of Cincinnati, Ohio, in uh, a small small town um, Amelia, called Amelia. Uh, and in, I've been in the Army now. I just, so December 2nd last year, I just hit 20 years active federal okay. service. Uh, what's, what's kind of funny is I did a full eight-year stint in the reserves mm-hmm. before I ever went active duty. Eight years? Yeah. Oh my goodness. So I joined, <laughs> I joined in 1994. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's when I went to basic and AIT. Yeah. Um, and then after nine 11, I decided that, uh, I was still single working at a, at a factory yeah. and I just thought, you know what, we're going to go to war. I'm prime, you know, I'm, I'm there. I'm already trained. Nice. So uh, mm. there you yeah. go. Oh, wow. So you, yeah. we, I think we can say since we, he just said it, he's probably the old man in the room. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> Mark. Tell us, tell us where you, you know, about yourself a little, real quick. I am from New Jersey originally throughout the years. My accents mostly go, mostly gone away, except when I say something like coffee and my wife, <laughs> my wife loves that. Um, been in the, in the, just over 22 years now, actually 22 years this week. Nice. And, um, okay. All right. Matt, give us, give us your info, man. All right. Uh, all right, so I'm originally from San Diego, California. I've been in the Army now for 18 years. I came in a little bit late. I, was, I turned 25 in basic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've had a few different jobs in the Army. I came in as a cook, and I changed over to aviation. So Wise, yeah. wise decision. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Tell you what, though, I got my work ethic for being a cook. It's, it's, oh, I bet. It's, it's rough. Hard. I'll say yeah. it's rough. I, that's a nice way of saying I it. I believe that. Yeah, so, it, yeah, it's hard work, man. I I always said the the so cooks, MPs, and aviation maintenance guys or gals, you know, soldiers. Uh, yeah, they they work the hardest in, out of the army. I'm not I'm not trying to disparage any other any other force, uh, but it it's it's nonstop. Mm-hmm. There's never a break. Yeah, if yeah. you're a, I I came in as a combat engineer, and we played hard. We we worked hard, but there was always downtime in our in our in our calendar. Yeah, you're a cook. You're an MP. You're an aviation maintenance guy. It doesn't happen, mm. right? It it yeah. is nonstop. Well, and if you think about it, guys, like we, well, we're really driving into this, and we're going to get to the instinctive <laughs> response in a minute. Uh, but you think about it, like in a sense, we have to do 
what's like considered one type of job, but we also have to do the soldier side of things, yeah. right? So it's like, how do you, how do you maximize that time to get into things? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. Hey, uh, well, hats off to all you. So to give you an idea of uh, the way we're kind of interconnected. Uh, Chad was actually in Korea while I was, we weren't like right together all the time. Uh, he worked up at the division while I was, uh, at a lower echelon Marcus. I actually met, we did a rip. Uh, I didn't really meet. I just, we met in passing. It wasn't, man, I'm knocking this thing around. Um, but we were in Afghanistan, did a, uh, we basically replaced each other in Afghanistan. And then Matt, I met here. Um, and we've had, we have, uh, associated with, uh, people, uh, that we know he is, you had a battalion star major. And that I knew he was a sergeant major with me over there. Um, so just kind of looking at things, we're going to actually get into, this is the fun part. This is what I always find to be fun, especially when we have people on the show. We're going to get into what's called instinctive response, gentlemen. And with instinctive response, um, I give you a question. You answer as fast as you can with the best answer in your head. All right? Chad, give me a number. One through 3,000. 3, Ooh. I got to go with 3,000. Oh, no one. I mean, Andre 3000, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. So when you're sick, do you grin and bear it or just curl up in bed as much as possible? Depends on the sick, but for the most part, I grin and bear it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I turned into a real sissy when I got COVID. By the way, we're all tested. We're good. Uh, (laughs) Marcus, give me a number. One. Oh, man. That's the easy one. Let me get. Okay. What is your idea of perfect happiness? That's a tough question, bro. <laughs> um, I would say a lot of family around, yeah, a lot of good food, and um, maybe sports on in the background, kids running around. That's okay, cool. all right, all right, okay. Matt, it's your turn. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. All right. Well, let me get let me get to twenty-four. Mm-hmm. So the good thing is, is twenty-four is really close. What do you most value in your friends? Honesty. Honesty. I want I want people who are real. Like I I don't want folks who are just trying to buddy up or or are purposely trying to compete in a negative way. Yeah. And I want honesty. People are gonna tell me when I'm wrong. Yeah. And also pat me on the back when I, I do something right. Yeah. And I yeah. I, I like that. I definitely won't pat you on the back that much. Uh no, I'm just joking. Uh and I think <laughs> I'm hoping to I'm hoping rule, to you know? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, reframe and talking about about oh yeah, yeah. Uh so hey, the rest of you guys each get to pick your number that time. The rest of them, it's just straight up. I'm just gonna throw you a, a question. All right, Chad. <laughs> Have you ever touched a snake or would you? So yeah. I have, um, and I've actually got kind of a funny story. So my wife and I had a chance to go to Thailand, and and uh, yeah, we went to one of those snake shows, and this guy pulls out like a twenty foot uh, king cobra. Okay, right, and I don't know if it was exactly that long, but it was huge. And I'm sitting up in the bleachers, and this guy's got this king cobra down there, and he wanted me to get out of the bleachers and come down and touch it. And he he says to me, "Come on, big boy, you get lucky." <laughs> and I I said, "I said, mate, I'm lucky enough right where I'm at. <laughs> I'm not coming down there." Right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I've handled different snakes, okay. uh, but I definitely you you're not going to see me like on on the what's that guy, the turtle man. You're not going to see me going out and 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 getting crazy with the wildlife. Turtle man. <laughs> yeah, you've never seen him. No. Yeah. He's in Kentucky. And he jumps into ponds and creeks and all kinds uh, of stuff. He'll he'll catch he'll catch snakes. He catches turtles. A big old snapper. Oh, he's like a redneck like Steve Irwin. Or oh something. yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He, Hard what was he go? Yeah like that. yeah. Oh, man, it's, <laughs> you gotta watch him. He's, he's on. Yeah. yeah. He's out of control. All right. So here we go. 
to Mark, fill in the blank. Working blank hours a week is too much for me. 18. A week? Oh, a week. Oh. <laughs> I was a day. I'm like, dang, um, man. That's good. I want to know your job. <laughs> <laughs> I guess 60. 60. Yeah, I can do. You know, I, mean, I think, I think we already do that. Yeah, right. I, so, I'm pretty sure. If you count PRT, stuff like that, we do that. All right, Matt. Do you still watch cartoons? If so, which ones? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get on YouTube and I watch Transformers. The old one? Time. Yeah, the old one. Okay. Generation sure. one. Yeah. So I find uh, Netflix has done a re- real good job with the new Voltron. I don't know if you've seen that one. I started no. and never finished it. Love that show, man. That He-Man That's was cool. really good. The Kevin Smith He-Man. He doesn't really? like it. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I really like it. I no, it I, did, I did too. Because like, I'm a, I'm, I don't know. I just feel... I felt connected in a certain way, and yeah. it gave me something that I didn't have as a child. Yeah, the mm. first part was a little bait and switch. I was a little off, but I yeah. thought the story was really good. The story and the yeah. character development was really good. I got it, and it was very to, nostalgic. Yeah. <laughs> you got to stick to the the original. When they went all in a way, I was like, mm. I'm more like you. Like <laughs> I, I like when when something is set in my mind as a classic. Yeah, I don't want anybody to touch yeah. it. Like I'm still hoping they fix this Star Wars thing. Oh, yeah, that yeah, that'd be nice. You know, it, it was all the dream. Okay, yeah. wonderful. Okay, I'm okay with that. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Luke Luke wakes up from like a coma yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. I so hey, th- we've already we've already kind of figured out you're the old guy in the room, right? That's so right. maybe. Your- yeah. So he came in basically at 25. So did I, and and I'm, I came on active at 25. I'm 43. I'll be 40. I'll be 44. Uh, yeah, I'm the old guy this year. <laughs> I know you yeah. are. Yeah. Uh, so with that, your question is, how do you feel about growing old? I mean, obviously, there's mixed emotions. Um, on one end, I, I, I appreciate, I think I appreciate things better now than I'd ever did. It was, you know, in my, I would, I would argue that probably earlier on in my youth, especially early on as a soldier, I probably wasted a lot of time. And I tend not to do that now. I tend to be more focused, uh, more goal oriented. And so I think from that aspect, I really like it. The other, Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I get aches and pains in places now that I, <laughs> I honestly, I like, I mean, people, you know, as people age, people always kind of say that, but it's, it's real. Like, you know, I don't know what it's like. My shoulder, uh, has been killing me ever since I got to El Paso and I don't know why mm-hmm. I haven't, I don't necessarily have a specific thing of trauma, but that's probably the aspect that I don't like, um, about getting old. But in general, I think, I think it's, it's been a, it's been, it's been better than, and you know just trying to stay young hey, I, just, I feel you bro because yeah. i'm about to go through a surgery and i'm just so worried yeah i'm like ah how long is it going to take me but you know what it's time to go on to marcus marcus <laughs> <laughs> what memory from your school days still trouble you uh, i can't even really remember At one time you got shoved back. in the locker or no yeah, well, which which time? <laughs> oh, I, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> All right, Matt. Lord, I yeah. think I know. I well, maybe I don't know this one. Uh, what is your worst brain fart moment ever? Worst? Oh man, I don't know. Oh, I can I can oh, answer gosh. that all day. <laughs> oh, right now. <laughs> yeah, I, it's I, hard to talk. It, I don't it? even know on that. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't have a good answer for that. I've done so many dumb things. Like it doesn't even like, you know, which one's a brain fart? Which was just a bad decision. <laughs> like, That's awesome. I don't really have a good answer. To that. I'm sorry. I love this book. So this book, 
my wife and I, we bought this. Uh, can't remember where, but we wish we'd have had this book on our ride home back from Tennessee. Mm. You know, like it'd be yeah. just like we sit there and we actually went through, I think the first five, six pages of it um, to, to a- ask each other questions just for the fun of it. Uh, do you prefer chicken, beef or seafood? Uh, seafood. Why? So sushi is my favorite. Like, like, oh, and I can sushi. eat, I can eat, I it doesn't matter sushi. whether it's nigiri or it, it really doesn't matter how it's, how it's prepared. Um, but, but fresh Pacific seafood. Pacific. Yeah. It, We're not saying to, specific. Yeah, We're no, saying no, no. Pacific. Yeah. Pacific. <laughs> um, and, and I, and I say that because there's definitely a difference between oh, yeah. what, you know, the, the seafood that I've had that's come from the Atlantic and the seafood that I've had that's come from the Pacific. There's a, there's a cleaner, saltier taste that's, that's in the, in the Pacific. Um, you think so? Yeah. So I'm a main guy, man. And I love Maine lobster. Well, so lobster, obviously, you know, you're kind of, you're kind of relegated to like the Alaska, Maine kind of, kind of geographical areas. But when you're talking tuna, tuna yeah, shrimp, you know, oh, tuna yeah. and shrimp and, and stuff and like, oh man, the, you know, in Australia, they call them prawns mm-hmm. and, and man, the, I mean, they're as big they're as your gigantic. finger, man. Yeah. And they're just, ah, oh, they're just. It's, it's it just melts in your mouth. It's yeah, delicious. Let's put this on pause and go eat. You know? <laughs> you know, hey, right? Hey, hey. So, quick question: Do you make it? Do you make sushi? No. Do you no, make sushi? I've never. No. I've you never make tried. sushi? No. That doesn't count as your questions, guys. I got no, I got no. specific <laughs> ones for you. Uh, so I didn't either until I had one of my one of my soldiers say, "Hey, you got to get this thing called the sushi bazooka." So. No joke. Uh, get on Amazon, man. Search sushi bazooka. And it's this tube thing. And you fill it with rice. And you fill like inside the rice. And you put rice on the side. You flip it over. You lock it in. And you screw it out. Right? And when you screw it out, you put it on like screw it out on a piece of seaweed. And then you just roll it. And then you cut it. And the mm. knife that came with it. My wife will tell you this, gentlemen. The knife that came with that is the sharpest knife we, we have in our house. It is amazing. I cut wow. anything with it. Anyways. I digress. All right. Here we go. Marcus, this one I want. Right there, I, yeah. I seen she these two questions, good. guys, as I, he was kind of talking there, and I, and I wasn't ignoring it. I was loving what you're saying. But I thought this is definitely a question for each of you, uh, each question. So the first one, Marcus, what was the name of the first album you ever bought, and who was the artist? Because I've always been curious about this. Uh, I don't know about bought, but. Um... Did you steal it? No, well, timing-wise, oh. <laughs> uh, my favorite album to this day is uh, Bad Out of Hell. Of course, Meatloaf died with two Oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And so did Louis, no. Louis Armstrong? Louis, yeah. yeah. Armstrong, yeah, yeah. Not, is it Louis or is it something? It's something it, Armstrong, isn't it? I remember. His name was Robert Paulson. It was a cartoon, remember? His name was Robert Paulson. His name was Robert Paulson. Meatloaf. Yeah. But yeah, Bad Out of Hell, hands down. That's funny. All right. Where was it? There we go. Here's yours, man. And this is because I've watched you. Oh, so, this is wonderful. Come up with an analogy to compare your driving skills to something. Because <laughs> I see. So before we go any further, big truck, really big truck. You drive a big truck. You, drive a, you drive a sedan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I've seen, you know, but this thing, I've seen him whip in here with that big truck in the mornings where the garage is open. I'm like, he thinks he's late or something. We're not starting without him. Because <laughs> he's worked out with me a few times. So, That's cool. Anyways, an analogy, man. Come on, give us one. I am trying to. I'm... Speed racer, what? No, no. I, I don't, I don't zip, <laughs> dude, the thing's not as fast. I don't zip around. It just looks like it, you know? Yeah. But, uh, oh, this is terrible. Um. 
whatever analogy you can come up with distracted because half the time I'm in the vehicle, <laughs> my brain is running. So I'm, I'm like in a different place and, the, it's, and it's, auto, it's like, it's on autopilot. That's you know what fine. I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's why I always have a script because if I don't have something to keep me on track, I'll, but then again, I also get like, diarrhea of the mouth and yeah these these uh exits are killing me because when you're distracted you miss one you know you got to go all the way down then all just one way everywhere it's not like you know anywhere else yeah i will say that i'm not a fan of the road network in in el paso no it's crazy and my wife so hey when we you know uh is that 50 is that 54 or 52 54 yeah the one that goes north? No, you're talking about the one right out here. Yeah. I drive it all the time. Is that 52? That's yeah. 52 oh, right there. 52. So 52, then it connects into 10. Mm-hmm. But you ever notice like all those bridges? My wife, she'll sit there and she'll grab the, the you know what handle and be like, <laughs> and she'll just stare at me and she won't look out. And I'll be like, hey, look, you know? And she's like, we're on a roller coaster. Stop. You know? <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't like the network of roads here. Yeah, it's um, not. But my favorite. I like to get out in the way too. I mean, uh, Matt's been on a few hikes with me, and I've seen you a couple places here and there. Uh, hiking, yeah, yeah, yeah going out and hiking because this place is just amazing. Like to get to do stuff, you know. You have small children. Oh, I yeah. understand that. Uh, I have two children who now are not small, and I told my wife the other day, I was like, "Hey, it's so nice to have children that can walk on their own, and I don't yeah. have to carry all their stuff. They can carry it for them. So we yeah. give them, we give them camelbacks, and we tell them fill your snacks." whatever you want but that's all you're getting because you're carrying it you, you, know? you got young ones uh no no okay no no kids he no just what okay. you just got married how many years ago uh going on three years three years yeah he's she's got boys. kids but they're full grown and gone so it's just me and her it's just nope. her. they live, cool. he lives down the street actually and so does chad yeah so yeah, right around you're the, the one that lives over in the trailer park trailer park trailer. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in a camper you doing the, the rv yeah. yeah i bought an rv that's or awesome i bought a fifth yeah. wheel to come out here with yeah. my wife and i depending on if you know if we if we stay conus mm-hmm. for this pcs we might switch to to that yeah, that's what we were talking about doing yeah yeah totally it's 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 absolutely All doable right. uh i want to introduce you to a friend of mine he used to work uh with me uh in one of my old units go to you get a chance. We can write this down later. Yeah, yeah. Highway therapy. Okay. He has a YouTube channel, guys. It's amazing. Like he's really good at all this stuff. He's uh he actually sets up stuff like electronic wise. Like he goes into places, and sets up the TVs that have the electronic menus, all that yeah. stuff. He travels all around the country. He's going to school. His wife is going to school, I think, also, and then both his children go to school online, and they just they just use the Wi-Fi and wow. it's they full they they call full timers. Yeah. It, you got to check it out. I think so. it. I think it's a great way to go, man. You, you, we can get out, see the country, freedom. Yeah, honestly, you know, you're not tied I'll tell down. you the biggest holdup, honestly, is the price of the truck. So gas. That's like that's why before I left, I actually bought them as one piece. So I got a. Oops. I got a 2008 uh, 3500, but yeah. it only had 80 thousand miles on it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I got that and the trailer for like 65 thousand. So Perfect. I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? Perfect. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what I said when he told me. I was like, man, that's insane. Um, so as we digress, because we obviously we go down rabbit holes easy, uh, we're going to get into a few different topics. All three of these gentlemen all go to school with me. Uh, we go to school here uh, to a military school. Um, it's kind of like the last one you can do in the enlisted world. Um, so some of the questions you guys already seen, it kind of re- references back to stuff we learned or stuff in your career. And the whole point uh, what we really want to do is just kind of like, I want to be able to show like the diversity we may or may not have uh, and to kind of show people, Hey, listen, it doesn't mean just because I disagree with Matt or I disagree with Marcus on something or Chad, I don't, 
doesn't mean I dislike you. Maybe, and maybe I learned something and I try that, you know? So, and that's what we often try to do is we, with the whole point of the instinctive influencers, it's to kind of be an influence to be better for, you know, help somebody out and become better. Um, I'm just waiting for you to say longtime listener, first time caller. That's whenever it comes <laughs> in. Okay. Marcus <laughs> listens all the time. Now the other two, I don't know. And then, uh, and then we have Grogu. Uh, he probably will say nothing. Actually, if you squeeze his hand, he'll say something. Yeah. You... <laughs> that was a gift from my, that was a gift from my in-laws. I know he's fine. <laughs> so as a gift for my in-laws, I had, we were in the store one day and uh, they were asking, hey, what's everybody want for Christmas? And I was just, I was joking around. I held up that doll and said, just give me this, you know? And next thing you know, I unwrapped it. That's what I got. That's awesome. Score. <laughs> yeah. I also got some other cool stuff. But he really brings the room together though. I mean, he's the focal point. Here. He it is. is, you know, uh, I mean, hey, it looked, he looks better than the rest of us. Oh, yeah, definitely me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So what we do is, you know, we just kind of dis- do discussion, talk what you want, like give each other a chance. But we're just going to go through these. What are some of the things you feel like you have gained over the time while you, if you're you here at school? What are some of the things? I would say, uh, hands down, the biggest is refined written communication skills. Learn okay. how to write. Uh, yeah, and I was always a pretty good writer, fairly good. Um, yeah. But just the active versus passive, the uh, just more, um, just uh, just just kind of refined written written skills, be able to organize it better, like transitions mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. opposed to you know random ideas sp- spread throughout. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely the amount of writing. Yeah, that has that helped. could be it. You guys about writing? Do you guys did you take anything from writing or anything? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've definitely come a long way. It was probably my biggest fear before coming here because I, I, I've always doubted my written mm-hmm. communication ability. Yeah. And and so I was very apprehensive, uh, very nervous, signed up to do the pre-course. Uh, did you do it? Yeah. I did too. Did you do yeah. it? Yeah. No, because That's I was right, you didn't. I took your spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't want to take on too much, I think, and Masters took priority the pre-course. Yeah. yeah. So what it yeah. sounds like is I didn't really miss anything too much, but yeah. I don't know if you got a lot from it. Or- so I felt like it was beneficial to me yeah. because I, I, while I have done some writing in, in some college, um, there, there's just a different expectation here, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and in order to write well here, I think you, you have to, you have to understand what they're looking for. And the pre-course yeah. gave me that, that glimpse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. How about you, Matt, writing wise? How do you feel about it? Um, well, I, I've been out of school since 2015. I really had no desire to go back. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's honestly just been an inconvenience for me. Yeah. As bad as it sounds. Yeah. You know, I've scored well on everything. But yeah. It's a, I do this cause you're expected to perform. So you have to perform. Yeah. yeah. So I, and, I, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. No, and, yeah. but I mean, if you think about it, right. So if we, if we dial back the notch, right, it is about pride too, right? I mean, it's we, when you get given something, like you said, hey, you're expected to perform. Sometimes we just like, all right, well, I'm going to give it my all and I'm going to go head for, straight in. I mean, and I know that about your businesses too. And I want to, we'll, we'll talk some about that. Um, so you two, he obviously brought up the writing. What If it's the same, it's fine. But what are some of the things you guys, either one of you have gained this year so far? So this is going to be a little different, but I've actually got a, deeper appreciation for my family and for mm. who they are and yeah. the strengths they have because yeah. they're still in Savannah while I'm out here on my own. Yeah. And there's so many things, mm. you know, we've all been deployed like so many times, schools, everything, but my kids are all becoming adults now. I'll have yeah. 
four out of my five will be 18 by July this year. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? So, and to watch them grow up and go through adult issues and bigger problems and not be there to have struggles like business struggles and have yeah. them have to step up. Yeah. Is it like just the appreciation I have for them and who they're becoming has, has been very impactful for me and actually yeah. it's caused me to miss them. Even yeah, more. yeah. 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 Um, that, and then patience. Cause <laughs> I've seen it. I've you know, seen it in class. Honestly, He's been in my classroom once. <laughs> Cause I loved DAO. I really did. I learned all kinds of stuff. It was fun. Some other courses, not so much. Um, <laughs> DCO. So, so you, you guys started in DAO? Yeah. That's why okay, I meant yeah. we were in the same yeah. core class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah. started DAO too. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in DAO now. Yeah. And it, I, I loved it. I did. I loved the instructors. It was great. And the, the classroom of individuals was wonderful. And just moving forward, the other thing is just kind of their review to me. They're all review. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. going through yes. the emotions. So yes. that patience you got to have to do that to yeah. a certain degree. It's kind of like going back through a if you sent me back through AIT, I'd be like, come on, man, don't make me do this. Yeah. You know, yeah. you'll, so, you'll probably like joint then. Uh, cause it'll you be started in joint. Right? Yeah. I started in yeah. joint and joint different enough, yeah. especially having the foundation from DAO. I think, I think you'll probably actually get more out of joint than I, I did mm -hmm. uh, just from the standpoint that all of that was Ooh, fresh yeah. material. And, yeah. And that's how it was for me. I was like, I had to work. You yeah. Know, oh, I couldn't yeah. just drag my feet. I had to work yeah. in there. There was a few times like, we we like are you getting like are you getting what I'm getting because I don't know what I'm getting and like it was especially when we got into certain things like doing with the op orders and stuff, I'm like I don't deal with it like in aviation for instance in aviation we don't really deal with it so much because most of the time our op orders are dealing with what officers have to do right yeah, yeah. and then we'll get hey hey you're tasked to do X Y and Z okay got it let me run with it but yeah. um to give you guys an idea also so he mentioned about his family and then dealing with business so. Uh, he actually, uh, two, ER, uh, two Airbnbs, is yeah. that what you have? I got two Airbnbs and, uh, and then six long-term rentals, basically. So he, oh, he does a lot of rental stuff. And, and his daughter, the one in Savannah, and that's the one in Savannah, right? I'm getting this they're right. All, yeah, they're, yeah. yeah, yeah. So his daughter, though, is running the really nice one. If you ever get a chance to go to Savannah, just stay one night in his Airbnb. I'll, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and plug that for him. Um, <laughs> but she's running it. Uh, and she's how old? She just turned 19. 19 years old. Wow, that's awesome. She's running this business for him. So I, what I like about that, and this is what I, I, I like to see is like that's that's reaching a new level of ownership on something or, yeah. or, or being up because is she going to take it over down the road for him? You know, when he gets older, he's like, I'm done with this. Does she, you know, I'm, I don't know. You know what I mean? And do you know? Well, it's, it's, it's development, just like we do with yeah, soldiers, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's the difference is like when we talk about in class, how like we want to micromanage, we want to grab things. And, and in the army, I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. You do it. That's your yeah. job. Yeah. I don't have a problem with delegation mm -hmm. at all in the army. And empowerment, really. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But yeah. at home, I struggle mm. terribly with it. I <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah. You know, and I call her up like, what the hell are you doing? I'm going to strangle you if you do that. You know, like <laughs> yeah. there's certain things like, how do you not know He doesn't this? really mean that. He's not going to strangle anyone. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. It's all so, metherical. Yeah, it's all metaphorical. All metaphors. All metaphors in here. We're but, in different states, you know? Yeah. I don't have the force. But uh, <laughs> but no, it you know, and, and that development of me as a person mm -hmm. and as a leader, because my my mom does the management on the cleaning side. She ma manages the cleaners to make sure oh, they great. do it correctly. You know, family business. It's and perfect. It's it's it is. It's all about developing them, giving them opportunities. I didn't have that growing up. You know, my my mom was a teacher, and my dad was an appliance man. You know, mm -hmm. they just knew you make money and you spend it all. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So I won't, don't want my kids to go through that. I wasted years that I wanted to do stuff and didn't do it. And finally, I said, "All right, let's do this." Army made me. Frustrated enough one day, I said, "No, I'm going to set myself up." <laughs> That's really That's cool. what yeah. happened. But yeah, he's got me looking is. into it. 
He's got me looking yeah. into it hard. It's about de- developing your kids so they're successful, but not just. I don't want to hand them anything. Like mm-hmm, anything yeah. they do, they have to work for it. Yeah. So that's so. good notes. I mean, it's kind of funny. We talked about that yesterday. My, so my oldest is seven. And yesterday we started talking about, you know, like empowering mm-hmm. her through work and how she could, she could earn money through doing different odd jobs and stuff. Right. And, and she's like, well, why, why do I have to do that? You know? And so it's funny that yeah. those, all those points, all those points that you're making now, that's, that's the why. And, it's so. funny how we go we go into the the being fathers type thing. And Marcus, we understand. We got you. You you know. Uh, I had a dog once. <laughs> how yeah. different could it be? Uh, oh, not you much, can't. Not much. <laughs> a dog you can lock in a cage. They frown upon it with children. Uh, yeah. What if you don't? Some states they make it illegal. <laughs> it's <laughs> what you brought. What you brought up. Um, we've actually had that conversation with Ethan. Just uh, and Ethan's our oldest. Uh, I do have an older one. She's twenty one. Um, that I, from previous, uh, but excuse me, uh, with Ethan, we talked about starting his own bank account. He's like, he has a bunch of money in a, in a, in a little safe and I'm yeah. the one has a combination. There may or may not be money in there. I don't know. Not sure. <laughs> but we talked to him about it, like, Hey, you know, maybe we start a bank account. Cause he doesn't spend his money. Yeah. He does. Really That's great. Yeah. yeah. He's like, Eva, she says, I have five cents. I'm spending five. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. just how it is. But we'll, you know, we'll see how we go. Um, so yours was yeah. family, and and I'll tell you what, I respect that because I understand what we all understand what it's like. And I've gone to school before where I was away for months, not for a full, almost a full year though, right? Um, what do you got? What what is something you could take away from this year? So I mean, think? I think I think so far one of the things that I've I've grown to appreciate is, you know, sometimes you sit down at a lower level and you wonder why certain things can't get done. Ah. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, I think Department of uh, uh, DFM uh, has really helped kind of br- highlight the, the way that, that, that things kind of matriculate mm-hmm. down through the force and, yeah. and, and end up down at the user level. Right. Right. Uh, and as somebody that's only ever been at the tactical level, you know, it, it's hard to understand mm-hmm. how all this stuff affects you and why there's, there's so much, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I've really appreciated that. That's probably my favorite subject so far is really mm-hmm. getting into the meat and potatoes about how, how we design the force and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's been really good. And I would also add that, that, you know, what you've observed, I probably invested too much earlier on. I, I probably invested too much in the army and probably forsake, probably, um, didn't give enough at home. And that's one thing that's really kind of. Yeah come to light for me on a personal level this year because I am more with my family and mm-hmm. especially in the virtual yeah. environment, like the benefit of being able to go downstairs at lunch and like feed my son, you know, you don't get that when you're a first sergeant, you're trying to care for 400 other, other <laughs> yeah. people's children, Yeah, you know, and, and just connecting with that and seeing that for me has been, it's kind of been a hard pill to swallow a little bit. Yeah. Cause I kind of think, you know, I've, I've left my wife to carry all that baggage by herself. It's, it's thinking that she's yeah. good, that she's got it. Yeah. And, and there's so much more I can do. And so I, I kind of wonder, you know, I, I think it's really forced me to kind of analyze how much investment am I really supposed to put in both, in both of these places? I mean, being mm-hmm. a soldier is not a part-time job and the, the mission is, you know, I, this is going to sound cliche, but it's obviously very important what we do. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah, but so is your family. And at the end of the day, mm. when this is all said and done, 
family's the only one that's going to be there for you. And that and these plaques, right? That's about that's, it. That's, that's, <laughs> you know, I do love I do love my plaques, but not more than my family. Uh, you know, it's funny you said that, and um, and and then you brought up your family too. About um, I was at a retirement ceremony for an old star major. It was years ago. I think it was I was recruiting, and he got up there and he started his speech. I think he got ten words into it, and he just started crying. And I'm yeah. like, like what is like? I was literally like, what is going on? Like, is there something? Is he about to come out of the closet with some stuff that's bad? <laughs> yeah. And then he, he, and it took him some while to compose himself. And he looked this, I, I get goosebumps, man. I get goosebumps as I talk about it. He looks over and there's three children and they're all grown up children. Right. And he, he looks over and he just starts talking to them. The audience is just, just gets to be yeah. there. Right. Yeah. And he's talking to them and he's each one of them. I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. I'm, and I'm like, this that was moving and so you know it's been it's like where do you draw that line where yeah. do you dissect those things so yeah man hey you you, you both got me in that area uh you know some my game this year friends man i i've yeah insane the relationships we've built yeah like i've got a good friend i'm gonna hope to do another podcast with um i got a whole group that i've met through riding psych uh not much uh, bicycles uh it's just some of the people that I've learned to connect with that I never known before, I was like, man, this is just so awesome. Yeah. You know? So yeah, man, that's, it's good to hear, you know, it's good to hear these things, you know, uh, to kind of, you know, to, we can reflect back on them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't say, I disagree. I mean, oh, okay. I, I, like, <laughs> like I've always been the dude that stayed in his room when I was deployed, when we went, you know, STXs, when I was with the 160th, I stayed in the hotel, did homework while everyone else was out having fun, you know? And yeah. so, this is the first time I've actually gone and interacted mm -hmm. and it's been valuable. Like, like, you know, Brian, after I'm done here, you're someone I'll still connect oh, yeah. with. You know yeah. what I mean? We've yeah. talked about it. So we're going to be accountability good. partners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is great, man. A lot of the people I I've just been blown away by some of the, how much respect that I have for some of the people that are here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I obviously, I think it's natural. You can't make it inclusive to everybody. No, it's, it's impossible for everybody to always see mm -hmm. eye to eye, but Man, for the for the for the 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 percentage, mm -hmm. I think is is it's way more people that I've met. Mm -hmm. I have I have a lot of respect and and and, and honestly hope for, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's like okay, great, man. Like you know, and whatever MOS, you know, these people are in armor or they're in infantry, and and some of the some of the things that I, you know, the mentality that I grew up with thinking. Oh, you know, I'm gonna meet these infantry guys at the school, and they're gonna be, you know, pounding their chest, and it's they're, different. And they're not. I yeah. mean, they're humble guys. Yeah. They're yeah. eager. They're they're smart. Some of them. Some of them are like, like <laughs> smart smart guys. Uh, you know, yeah. armor armor guys. Uh, 42 alphas. Yeah, it doesn't really matter what the field is. Yeah, uh, the it, the level of intellect is is clearly there, and it just mm -hmm. then it makes you kind of mm -hmm. wonder, like, oh man, like have mm -hmm. I done enough? <laughs> yeah. I think to add on to that too is. We've all, I think, gone through the cut, worked with people who are just cutthroat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yes. there's still a percentage, but it's not as high as I thought it would be here, honestly. Yeah. There's a lot of folks who do want it's to help It's really each isolated. Other yeah. 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 And that's, so, and that's one of the things that we're, because we're all aviation. So, and we're basically competing against sure. each other, right? Sure. But it never once did I say, I felt like he was a threat. Yeah. You were a threat or you were a threat. I never felt that. And that's yeah. where, like, but I was programmed that way coming in. Some people told me yeah. be prepared. And you, and and I'm you've like, probably no. seen it, right? So, like when I was oh, a sergeant first class, yeah. and I and I was around, you know, other first sergeants back then. Yeah, and you'd see sort of the backbiting and yeah. and the 
and man, I've been so blessed. Both, both of the, every, every setting I've been in, mm-hmm. my peers at the, at the master sergeant level, it didn't, it didn't happen. Guys. I mean, if it did, it was, I mean, it was so sneaky. It was, yeah. I mean, it was, it just didn't happen. Guys were very transparent and supportive mm-hmm. and, and just, it was more about the organization than it was about themselves. Yeah. I think, I think what it is, is we project also, we project yeah. that feeling. You know I think I mean? it, it ties back to what Matt said earlier and, and it's just honesty, right? Yeah. Not, you don't, you don't have to fake the funk, be somebody other than what you are. Right. Uh, just being, just being who you are. Yeah. And that's it, you know? And for some of us, like for me, I've always been that way top to bottom. Like, I mean, you can see in class yeah. you're with me, like, yeah. I won't be honest with you. Sometimes I'm going to say things you really don't like. <laughs> yeah. And other times I'm going to, you're going to be like, wow, that was, that was amazing. How'd that you think of that? That was thought provoking, Matt. But, <laughs> and I'm, we move on. No. Yeah. But it's going <laughs> to no. be, it's going to be the truth. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Same thing with the instructors when they say something and I'm like, that's just not accurate. What you're yeah. saying right now, that yeah. is not what that means yeah. or how things go. So yeah. I think that's important though. I think it's yeah. a pretty good reflection too, how and I know it's not perfect. And there's some uh, people who get there who don't belong, but honestly, how good the army promotion system is. I'll give me a second to back. <laughs> I was say, you right, right. Yeah, help me out, bro. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, you know, you look, you look around and our peers, I was, I was, I was told a bunch of different things too. Hey, be careful, low mm-hmm. caliber, this or that. But as we're getting into discussions, I'm hearing like everyone is has the right mentality that the army wants, which is different from when we first came. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Soldier first, caring, servant leadership, mm-hmm. um, compassion, and all that stuff. And and I really haven't met anyone who, when these conversations come up, they're like, "Well, yeah, but the old army was better." You know, sometimes you just need to make soldiers scared. You blah 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 like that. Mm. I, I I don't really feel that in our peers, and I feel that that is a reflection of the army really kind of weeding that old mentality out and you know again some some people get there and it's like where how did you get here you don't belong but right i think overall that yeah the system does does you know gather those like us yeah. uh who've adapted to the right way which is the way the army's been been moving so, so you know and i think this will take me into the next question also i think also it's on us not just us, but then the people we teach and the people they teach and the people that, you know what I mean? That trickle effect, that train the trainer, that learn, uh, be taught and all this stuff that we teach people how to, add, uh, how to go yes. about things. Yeah, how, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's on us. That yeah. is, I literally take that as like a responsibility that's not said, Hey, it's your responsibility to make sure like it's, but I take it as my responsibility. Yeah. If you think about it, you know, uh, but with that, so we're going to go to the next, the next question I brought up was what are some of the biggest changes you have made in your leadership since joining the army? Like basically you probably came in with some one type of mindset. Now you're at a different type of mindset. What do you think those are guys? I'll, I'll speak for myself. The, the, the younger me, right? So I'll go to like <laughs> corporal Kearns, which will be very funny to some people. Uh, I, I was, I mean, did you come as a corporal? The no, active? No, no. Oh, so I, I, but, but I, 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 I like made weird. corporal later and, and man, I was unrelenting. unrelenting. Ruthless, ruthless. It didn't matter, man. If, if mm-hmm. it was, if it, it there, I was never going to provide any level of empathy on any subject whatsoever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I did that. There was no understanding. You know, if there was mm-hmm. a layout and we're doing it at zero six thirty, and a soldier showed up and was missing a piece of kit, I mean, I'd probably be the one, the first one ready to take and, and smoke that soldier for yeah, yeah. forever. Yeah. Right. Attention to detail and, and adherence to standards was 
And I'm not saying that, that I don't think that that's still important, but I've grown up enough now that I understand that, that Mm -hmm. you have to, you have to be, there's gotta be a tactical pause in any situation, right? Mm-hmm. You got to do some evaluation. Yeah. You got to you got to read the the tea leaves, so to speak, uh, and <laughs> and and digest information. You can't just you can't just expect that every single thing is going to go perfect every single time. Th- every single time. If you do, you're probably setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. And and so it's it, and in and your reaction to that is is going to foster a, a mm-hmm. specific environment, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. and so I'm not saying you should always be empathetic and give soldiers everything they they think they want. Right. But there's, there's a level, there's a, there's a degree of, of understanding, mm-hmm. right. That, that I think could be applied in, in, in most situations that you could look mm-hmm. at things and go, you know what? I got it. We're going to fix it. And here's how we're going to fix it. You know? And, and instead of, mm-hmm. instead of just coming over the top and thinking that, you know, there's this zero tolerance environment where everybody's got to walk on glass. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it, that is to me, that's not going to develop teams. No, because it doesn't develop trust from me as a leader, right? They're they're not going to trust me. I'm never going to connect with. Got a book, good book about that. Yeah, building yeah. cohesive teams. I mean, it, I mean, do you yeah. really need a book? But sometimes it's nice to have that reminder. Yeah. So what what about you guys? What are you thinking? When when I joined the army, I had no sense of leadership. You know, just I mean, I was 21, right. um, and I just had no idea or no sense or you know no grasp on it because I never had to, I guess. Um, and I was, I was the young leader, which we were raised to be in that army. Mm-hmm. You know, the pre nine yeah. eleven army was, you know, it was just, it was different than today, but, um, temper yelling, cussing, you know, uh, it probably hit a lot of insecurity mm-hmm. and lack of confidence, you know, which mm-hmm. you see that in leaders, but that's, that's cause they're not confident in themselves. So the yelling, screaming is the response, but, mm. um, I definitely had a learning curve. And, uh, I'm very glad. I think the army is overall designed to accommodate that, that, you know, you do, buck sergeants aren't expected to be perfect. And there's a reason sergeants first class don't run everything at their level. One, it's too much, but because they have to, yeah. you know, you, it's a trickle effect. You know, you, you learn over time, you make mistakes. And, um, and so, you know, I, I believe I've learned a lot and developed over time, but I, I always try to take that focus and make sure that, um, <clears throat> Hey, was this an honest mistake? Was this a genuine mistake for that this leader made? You know, how should I respond? Because you you don't want to crush him. Hey, you know you 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 know you're just you suck at being a leader. You don't have it. You know you wanna you wanna help them grow. You want to make sure. But like I said, is it an honest mistake? Was that there's deviousness? Was there an eth, you know ethical issue here? Yeah. But I always try to you know try to help soldiers grow and and uh, and learn because you know if 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 I wasn't given that opportunity, I never would. I never would have made it. Yeah. You know what I wish somebody would have done with me when I was that pop-off guy? Would have just pulled me aside and said, hey, listen, yeah. you're not going to grow. You're not going to attract more bees with vinegar. Why don't you use some honey? Yep. You know? I, I, yeah. I wish somebody would have grabbed me. What about you, Matt? What do you got? So I, I think it's a little different because, like I said, I, I turned 25 in basic. Prior to that, I had led sales teams. That's what I had done mm. since I was 17, 18. Sales? What do you mean by sales? I worked at Foot Locker as a manager. I was one of those uh, dudes in the in the in the mall. Hey, come get a phone. You know, I was a district manager <laughs> yeah. at that at 21, 22 years old. I was a district manager. You know what I mean? Opening new markets up in Seattle. Yeah. So yeah. I had that leadership experience, and I wasn't the yeller. I'd already gone through all that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, I had yeah. that opportunity mm. already to fail yeah. that way and to grow. Yeah. But I, well, I've been in the army. The three major things i think that i've learned in leadership and i know there's more than three trust me but the just as we're sitting here talking about it is one 
give people a chance because mm-hmm. there's a lot of times I'd already decided you're not going to make it without yeah, actually yeah, yeah, giving yeah. them an yeah. opportunity. Yeah. And I was wrong sometimes. And I even, yeah. when we had someone moving on to be a warrant officer and I got to, you know, he worked for me, I got to be the dude as a staff sergeant and be like, Hey, I failed this guy. Yeah. He asked me why I wouldn't give him a chance. And I said, I don't know. Once I did give him that chance, man, he did a great job. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So give people a chance to succeed as, or fail either way. You know what I mean? But give yeah. them a chance. Um, two, it's not always going to be my way. And I, you know, that's yeah. something I still struggle with at times. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to always be my way. And, uh, oh God, the third one, I've learned it's not the best thing to do to act off my first impulse. Yeah. Every time <laughs> I do that, yeah, yeah. I regret it. Yeah. Don't Pause. act off my first yeah. impulse. Wait, listen a little longer. Cause there's something yeah. you're missing. That yeah. can be a thing. Don't carry that message yet. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That can be a thing. I, I, I love what you brought up there. Like, um, with that whole not acting off your impulse because that was my biggest problem. I, yeah, just whatever, you know, and it sucks to think back. Cause I've had guys that come back and work with me that they went on to be one officers, right. And pilots and stuff, but they still treated me with respect. And I said, I don't understand why you treat me with respect. I didn't treat you with respect, you know, and I'm glad that I've, I have a relationship with them now. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, Oh man, if I could just look, I wanted to be in charge because I was the guy that got to be in charge. That was why I wanted to be in charge from the time, like being the platoon sergeant at basic training and AIT, you know, doing those things. Like I didn't understand what it meant to be in charge. It's not about power. It's yeah. not about like all those things I thought it was about. It's not about, it's about being there for others, help you like you work the longer hours, you, you know, and does it suck sometimes? Yeah, it does. But I wish I would have known that then. And I've learned that over the years and it just took time. Uh, yeah. So, if if given a chance to make a lasting change as a senior leader, what would it be? <laughs> You're already ready. Mark's yeah, like, I'm ready. For I'm that. doing yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, twofold. One is uh, reduce distractors so that the unit can just focus on their mission and training. Right. Uh, I've, you know, I've, I've been told or I've heard that, well, you know, it, it, it's just the way it has been. It will always be that way. I refuse to believe that. I, I don't believe that all these little nitinoid things, all these little taskings, all these training, all these classes, all these things have to happen. I, 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 I believe there are better ways to reduce it and, and to get it done. And mm. the first one hands down would be to reduce those distractors so that NCOs can actually work with their soldiers consistently and not have them pulled left and right and mm-hmm. gone. And, uh, you know, to be the filter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. A filter and a, like a fence. You know, mm-hmm. like to protect and, and shield yeah. uh, the unit for that. And then the second would be to just develop a, a, a culture um, of growth. I mean, just where where leaders feel comfortable to make mistakes, where they feel comfortable to grow, and that they're always determined to, hey, what what's the most constructive way to do this? How can I teach someone something else? How can I make this a learning experience and just to constantly yeah. grow and develop? Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. I, I think we've what we've done over the last... Uh, maybe 20 years is we've taught at certain echelons people how to be master reactors mm-hmm. not master strategists yes right so if you look at even at the, at the company level right mm-hmm. going through and developing a really good solid training schedule for that company you know sometimes that could be really challenging because you may not have those distractors reduced enough to really get down to brass tacks and really focus on developing yeah. those soldiers and and the 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 good thing I think is I, I think that message is there now. If, if, you know, if, if we hear some of these, these speakers that we've listened to, 
Yeah. Uh, you know, and maybe it's due to fiscal constraints or whatever. Uh, it sounds like maybe we're able, we're going to be able to focus it a little bit. We'll see. But yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely a point of frustration. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to recently you post, you published something. I can't remember what it was. It was on Facebook and I'm trying to, I was just trying to see if I could find it. Ah, there it is. I'm not going to say the words completely because there's a little cuss in it, but it says, uh, if I actually spoke my mind, I'd be in deep, you know what? <laughs> and I think, yeah, I think I want to get rid of that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I want to pee, I want somebody to feel comfortable to come speak their mind to me. And I, I've been trying to sometimes, travel that way. Sometimes the thoughts we have though, are they're not worth the, the words that you put into the air. They are. You know? Sometimes yeah. that, that is true. But I mean, even in, in our course, like it's a lot of times we're being told what to think and how to think, not be yeah. creative. Yeah. And it's like, no, what you're saying, I, I am morally in just against what you're saying right now. I True. do every part of me says this is wrong. Yeah. And, and, and when we say that, like, no, 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 you're wrong for thinking like, and that's, I, I struggle. Yeah. That's a huge struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you have to tell us that conversation later. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that, no, that believe me. Interesting. I, I talked to Matt <laughs> enough. Believe me. It, it, yeah. it, it's always an interesting cause. I, I wish we were in more <laughs> classrooms together, uh, but it's, you know, but it's funny though. We do, we do get that different perspective from others so i can look at that i can look at that and say yeah not so much because i think i've done that i feel like and i don't know if you guys have where i've taken those different people in leadership positions and i i pull in what i want i reject what i don't want and yeah. i think people can learn from that you know and, yeah you know keep doing the same thing i think that's really good that you're able to do that I, no i do i it's I, tough I, i'm sometimes. saying i struggle with it because once you to me once you say enough things that don't jive with with true mm. like i shut you down yeah and mentally i'm like okay I'm, you know, here I am, but I don't have faith or confidence in, in you being a real person at this point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's just me as a person. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, the, the, what I usually try to cling to is, uh, you know, a good example would be, we did, uh, in, in a unit not too long ago, I won't mention the unit, but yeah, I usually don't did, mention we units did, or we ranks. Did a, we did a, <laughs> we did people. a study, right. Of, uh, this is good. where people were brought in and, and they were given certain, certain areas to focus on. Uh, but they the the goal was supposed to be, how do we do distractors, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so this happened at least twice over the span of six months, and the net result, to my knowledge, is been zero. Mm -hmm. Nothing's changed. Mm -hmm. Now in that instance, after the second one, and no change had occurred, then I shared my opinion. Right? You're pulling people that are test saturated out to do a task that's an additional requirement, and so far we haven't seen any changes. Right. I don't understand the logic in that. I understand why it would be logical to do this analysis if we've seen a change or if we're going to implement a change. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me to do this and, and continue to do this mm -hmm. if we're not going to produce any change. Right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's the old adage, it doesn't do any good to, to die on your sword, you know, to, to fall down on your sword if they're just going to pull it yeah. out of your dead body as they walk over you. Mm -hmm. I, I, I tend to employ that thought process a lot yeah. because I think if I speak these words, does it matter? Is it is it going to have any sort of positive effect on on <clears throat> the situation that I'm in? Yeah. Is it going to change anything? And if it doesn't, it doesn't mean I don't feel that way. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that I, I if it's not going to produce a result, I don't know that speaking it is going to lend any more truth to it. Well, I got a good comment and story on that one, and the fact that it's, it all boils down to picking and choosing your battles. 
Right. And in my last unit, I had a platoon leader, and he was very, uh, he was a man of principles, which is not a bad thing. But it's, uh, you know, he, so depends he depends upon the principles. It, it does depend on the yeah. principles. Yeah. Um, you know, and he basically, he felt like the battalion commander um, was, was not adhering to the COVID restrictions and policies and all that as, as much as the letter of the law said. And it's, and I mean, you know, he, I was open with my platoon leaders, platoon stars there, you know, they felt comfortable talking to me. He's like, he's like, first, I just, you know, I feel like, like he's, he's picking and choosing what we can and can't do. And, and he told the battalion commander this, you know, and, and he was, he was mm. kind of where it was kind of looking at was like, he was like, you know, is this something I should, I should fight? I should argue. I should, uh, uh, refuse to do blah, blah, blah. I say, you know, the, you know, if you feel it's right, you know, you factor that in, but this is the thing is that if all you do is like complain when you have a really good comment, like he's saying, or you have, this is, this is the hill you want, you yeah. want to stand on. It's just glossed over. It's ignored. Cause well, now you're just the person who always yeah. complains. Like you're always stating the obvious you're doing this. No one factors in. So you, you want to pick and choose your battles so that when you stand up and I, when you say yeah, something, yeah. then it's like, Whoa, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he, you know, let me stop and listen. So, you know, again, I, I can't tell you what to do. Yeah. Um, so I, that's kind of what I'm, what I'm feeling from you too, is, is, you know, and sometimes you feel like you're compromising too much or that, you know, you're, maybe you're not being honest because you need to say something, but yeah. again, the army is just like life. There's so many issues. We could point things out nonstop. I mean, our soldiers do it all the time. Oh yeah. But then again, then you just, you just reduce your own credibility. I think so that when you finally have a valid point, no one's going to yeah. listen. Yeah. You're just background noise at that point. So you have to, you want to, you want to, when you apply yourself, you want it to be like, 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 uh, you know, like just a lot more value, a lot more boom. So yeah, I think that was true when we were growing up, but I don't see that anymore. The loudest people, the ones that get the most, it change. seems like it. it. It's not just seems. Yeah. We see it's that in our whole, in our whole yeah. nation. There's and a lot I, of validity yeah. in what you're saying, man. Like yeah. I, I, yeah. I was the same way to be honest, where I, where I thought that like, was I the squeaky wheel time? Sure. But okay. No one's listening anymore. And when I was in a, different yeah. type of unit and there was just a certain type of person there then that that was honestly the truth mm. you didn't yeah you better say something important but now yeah the louder you are the louder you are the louder you are the more you say something it doesn't matter how much truth is even in it if it's emotionally affecting someone too much or it's anything then they're gonna get that attention they're gonna like how many of us have even maybe been investigated for certain things or been looked into <laughs> because yeah. somebody said something a yeah. bunch of times it was nowhere near in your yeah. character. Yeah. Nowhere, yeah. But yeah. yet yeah. still you, there you were on the hot plate, right? Yeah. So I do think it was that way, but in the transition to where we're at now, it isn't. And I see the same thing yeah. in our classes a lot of times. I, I think, I think to your point, man, I, it, when you say something, especially when somebody asks your opinion, it's critical that you're honest. Yeah. It, it is. And some of the things you don't want to say to people, you're planting good seeds that yeah. someone's mm. just how often do we see people aren't strong enough to really like when, when the of battalion commander leaves they want to have all the conversation in the world and yeah, say this in yeah. the right yeah, yeah. yeah but when the, he asked them to their face or she asked them to her face what do they say oh no i'm good everything's yeah. good no tea and crumpets you gotta, yeah you gotta We're plant those here. seeds and show that mm -hmm. hey you know what i'm okay if i'm the sacrificial lamb and it helps somebody else in the future yeah like okay i'm my life is okay. I got my wife. I got my kids. I got my business. You want to get rid of me? I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm yeah, still yeah. going to stand for what's yeah. right. Yeah. And that's more important to me than yeah. anything and else. And yeah. arguably more critical now in, in the positions that we're about to go into than ever. Yeah. Well, I you mean, are. And well, 
because of your sphere of influence. I, right? I, it's one thing. It's, it's one thing to be. It's one ones. thing to be honest and 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 develop people. So you know, if I hearken back to my days when I was a sergeant, you know, yeah, it's important. But your sphere of influence, yeah, is yeah, yeah, big, yeah. right? Small. Your sphere of influence now and the impact that you can have through that honest discourse, mm-hmm. right? And just telling people flat chat, hey mm-hmm. man, like this. This is where it is, right? From you ask my opinion, here it is, mm-hmm. and and letting people kind of kind of get through that. And there's still a line to it, right? You'd agree sure. with that. Yeah. It's just still, yeah. it's not yeah. you know, not every angry thought you have needs, like you said, needs to come out. But some a, some of it, you speak you know, it in the yeah. air, man. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I need someone to vent to, buddy. But yeah. but you know, um, and this is something that Ed and I talk on the show often about. It's about like emo- like having the right emotional and social intelligence, right? Yeah. So am I going to feel the situation out before I just dive headfirst and I yeah. say something, right? Yeah. I'm going to feel like. Let's say I show up, we, any of us, we show up to an organization and we have the boss, the boss being the BC, um, and BC's uh, battalion commander, sometimes brigade commander, depends on where you're working. Um, and they do something, I don't like it. He doesn't know me yet. Can I truly say something yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right yeah, off the bat? Yeah. Uh, maybe what I'll do is I'm going to bank that. I'm going to data bank that. And then I'm going to get to know him. He's going to get to know me. I'm going to build my trust. And then down the road, I say, hey, sir, you know, yeah. you know, remember when we first met, you did this, this, this. Yeah, I don't think that's kosher. And maybe I've built enough uh, equity. Uh, Ed talks about, and, yeah. yeah, Ed yeah. talks about all the time. He, used to, he, he actually taught me about, uh, it's called uh, pay the bill for leadership capital. So what we do is we pay this invisible bill. Um, and it's just a tab. And it's so I've earned leadership capital from the people around me. So what I'm doing is I'm, I'm working towards, I'm paying my bill. Yeah. And now hey, it's time to, uh, time to cash it in. You don't want to cash it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I find that, to, I wish I'd have done that a lot years ago. You know, you yeah. know what I, I think a big chunk of this too, and I'll tell you the biggest area I failed was not the thoughts I was having, the words I was saying. It was I didn't have the doctrinal expertise to explain why i was right and because that other person was a yes expert in the doctrine didn't matter if they were using it correctly or not they were the expert so i didn't have i didn't have that those crutches supports whatever i needed to stand up when it was coming you know i could argue all day disagree all day but it didn't matter without being a doctrine expert so that's something that i learned in three two Right. Uh, I guess I probably shouldn't have said that, but <laughs> we don't know what three, two is the benefits, the benefits of me 32. being 32. The, the benefits of me being around, uh, yeah, Sar- Sergeant Major <laughs> Clemens was, so he, he has an eidetic memory, right? Thinks he reads, he can call to my, oh, easy, yeah. right? Mm, and I, and I don't have that. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> sarcasm. <laughs> but the thing that I value, I, I really valued out of that experience was if he spoke, he spoke on things as a matter of fact, because he, he, he was yeah, in yeah, doctrine. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've had other senior leaders that have been like, well, I'm not a doctrine guy. Right. Yeah. I don't read doctor. I'm not a doctor guy, but the, the amount of credibility that, that he gains mm-hmm. by going into a, into a setting, mm-hmm. being doctrinally sound and presenting the doctrine to people, because mm-hmm. now it's not opinion. Mm-hmm. It's hey here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what the book says. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, Commander X, you've got to make a decision, but here's here's the black and white of it. This isn't an right? opinion. This yeah. is mm-hmm. and and man, the amount of the the amount of credibility that and I'll just speak for myself, right? The amount of credibility he gained with me. And he always used to say this thing, you know, reading's a superpower. Oh, it is. But but it's not. <laughs> We're all literate. Yeah. Uh, right. The difference is what the superpower really is, is is your your willingness to put yourself in enough in mm-hmm. enough you know, to tempt yourself enough to actually go in and read what it says. Yeah. You know, yeah. and if you're willing to do that, you have the credibility and, and you can maintain that, 
that leadership yeah. capital, right? Yeah. You, that investment. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, and then you're relevant in pretty much any context, you know, people may not want to hear it, but it's not you they're arguing against yeah. or they're arguing yeah. against the doctrine. Yeah. So can you brought up something to me and, and it's like, we're all getting out. We, we can't stay in forever. Right. We, and oh, yeah. are we all are going to retire and stuff. And I think about like that going into a civilian organization or working for yourself. Like what's the correct thing when I'm running my books for my organization, or I'm working for someone like, how do I know what's right look like? Well, if I don't, I didn't get into that employee handbook or I didn't get into uh, the tax laws on X, Y, and Z. And it's getting to understand that. My question to follow off that is, is since being a part of this school, do you feel like the dot, like you, you've become more aware of doctrine and understanding it? Or do you just kind of like, well, I'm just doing it because I have to type. I mean, and I'm not like, don't put yourself out there, but you know what I mean? Like, do you feel like, you know, more guys? Can I take that one? Absolutely. So that was my glaring weakness. Coming glaring, into it. Yeah. Glaring weakness. Like all those intangibles, you know, God's blessed me with them. I got those intangibles, but the right. actual doc, I didn't mm. just didn't want to bottom line. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't care what it says. This is the right thing to do. Yeah. But that limited my inferior, my influence. And I learned that the hard way. It limited also how it was graded at times, which killed me. Cause like, what do you mean? I have the best ASB in the army. I got the best, you know, this went from zero uh, to hero. I disagree. I had yeah, the best, I, I had you. the best ASB. But, <laughs> I'll say that, but, but bottom line, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. how am I being yeah. rated this way when our numbers are, all the metrics are here? Why? Yeah. Because I wasn't mm. that doctrine expert. I couldn't yeah. explain why this was the right thing to do. Yeah. So that respect level, wasn't where it could have been. And that was my own fault. And I did not want to change Yeah, coming here and, and reflecting on that as well. It showed me like, okay, dude, you got to grow up. Like this is a grow up moment. Yeah. Like this isn't definitely. Matthew's way grow up kid. And yeah. that's really, I've definitely learned a lot more tried to hold on to where some of this stuff is. Cause you know, man, we're moving a thousand miles a minute in this class. Yeah. Like I've got four things due, you know, next week and I'm, yeah. and I'm, I'm, ha I'm done with <sighs> not done with any of them. Let's just put yeah, it like that. Yeah. You know I want to say mean? five because I think we so, have a discussion yeah, post that we still yeah, got to do too. I haven't too. done that one yet. Yeah. But holding on to that yeah. knowledge, like it's somewhere there, but it's definitely way more there than it was before. And I know yeah. at least which manual yeah. I can go look in. And so those are the good things about being forced to do this, this writing that we're doing is we have to go in and find it. We yeah. have to see, uh, reference it, right? It's got to be cited so that we know, okay, we are on the right page. Yeah. That, that's been good. I think it's been really good. Yeah. I've taken away from here. Mm. What'd you guys? What do you think? I Doctrine. Think, yeah, I was about to say I kind of forgot the question. <laughs> I think, it happens all the time. I think the role of the sergeant major has changed significantly in the last twenty years. Like, if any out of any position, I think or rank, possibly the role of sergeant major has really yeah just been shifted. And I mean, here our instructors all the time. You know, we need to get away from that sergeant major. Like, what do you bring to the table as a sergeant major? Mm. You know, and um, and you know. One of those is finding yourself in a room full of field grade officers, other you know, peers, things like mm -hmm. that. And if you want to positively influence them, you have to be able to speak that language. And that's where that doctrine comes in. I mean, I'm like you. I mean, you know, at the end of each pod, I'm like, all right, I got this. Halfway through the next, I'm like, it's flushed. I don't you know, know what. what? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it is there. It is there. Mm. And it's just like anything else. Once you get back into needing it, you know, do a little homework before, sure. I think it'll 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 come back to the front, you know, the cream will rise, whatever you want to say. Yeah. The, but you know, if you want to influence that those rooms and those paradigms, you need that doctrinal language. You need to at least understand it and be able to uh, talk on that same wavelength. Um, two, 
you know, to make it value that of what we're bringing to the, to the table. So I had a, I had a, a, a guy that, uh, he's reached out to me last week and he's, he's trying to apply for one of our more special jobs in the army. Yeah. Um, and we, so we kind of got into some banter back and forth and, and, you know, I, I, this has happened a few times in the last, probably, I don't know, 10 months now is just how much is not understood things that I take for granted mm-hmm. that, that I assume people understand at, at a certain level, right? Whether it be doctrine uh, and specifically related to this conversation, I'll stick to that. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's, uh, it's kind of crazy that I think as I go through the doctrine and I'm learning what I'm learning, cause I, I probably was in the same boat as you. Right. I mean, I, I probably did things more off of instinct than what's right. Than, what's wrong. What yeah. feels right and wrong. Yeah. yeah. And, and what I've grown to appreciate is, how much influence you can have in an organization through, you know, let's mm-hmm. say NCOPDs, right? Mm-hmm. And how much of this you can take and, and share and to help make, you know, whether it's your sergeants or, you know, and, and keep it contextual mm-hmm. to that level because you're not going to take what we've learned and, and make it all make sense to somebody that's probably a new sergeant. Mm-hmm. Um, but you might be able to make a difference and make a dent. Like there's some of this data. I wish I knew it as a sergeant first class. Oh, yeah. We say it all the time. Uh, right? Wait, yeah, man, like right here. You I'd be guys, so much you more guys effective. See this and you'll know exactly. Yeah, what said, yeah. Right? I wish I'd have known this That's a couple years saying. ago. And we just did that. We just did an episode, uh, episode ninety-five, where we talked about mission command. And I feel like, like this is something I wish I would have known. Let's just say as a, as a staff sergeant. Yeah, like, at least if yeah. I was a sergeant and knew this, man, I'm on top of the world. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think, yeah. I think, I think. Look at this. Know, it was an out when I was a sergeant. Yeah. <laughs> Going through going yeah. through this sort of this forced exploration of doctrine, right, has given me an appreciation for how yeah. I genuinely think we can make a difference yeah. by sharing this stuff, right, yep. through through specific settings. And maybe we replicate it a little bit, you know. Uh, the Army is clearly gearing towards writing, you know. I mean, I'm not, an, I'm not a teacher. I'm not, I'm probably not the strongest person in the world to, to grade essays. But, you know, if it's worked for us, this process. It worked for other people, too. Yeah. And, you know. Something you just said, like I sent Brian a text a few days ago, just out of kind of personal frustration with, with certain things with the army. Yeah. And we, I don't believe necessarily we're going to influence those above us, but we still have immense influence oh, yeah. on those below mm-hmm. us. And that, that's really the, mm-hmm. that's really where I feel like we have an opportunity to, to make change. Yeah. You know, is in who they are, who they realize they can be and what they can influence. Yep. You know what I mean? Cause above us, I don't feel like we got much control over anything that's going on, but yeah. Below probably, us, probably limited really, to a degree, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I just don't. But below us, we can give people the strength. They're not; they don't have coming up in school. They're not being given that individual ability mm. to adjust, to critically think, to yeah. to make yeah. decisions, and to deal with adversity. That's a huge thing I see with soldiers cannot Critical. deal yeah. with the smallest adversities. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's giving them that opportunity, and also letting them know, hey. Dude, I've been there. Let me tell you how I've screwed up. Let me tell you how I've been punched in the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was my fault and I had to deal with it. And because yeah. Yeah. I accepted and moved on, yeah, I'm still doing this with yeah. my life. I'm yeah. still my wife and I have amazing marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever the, the the challenges we've faced, you know what yeah. I mean? And just transparent, like you said, right? Yeah. But that influence we do, we can do that. And that I think that is important. And that's I think what I hold on to with being in the army still is that mm-hmm. part like, okay, yeah, I still have something to give there. Even mm-hmm. though we're moving to the strategic level and everything, yeah. we still we can still if yeah. we remember, if we can remember, we can still make 
that yeah. the lasting change, I think. So you brought that up and it, it made me think, so I, we think juniors, right? We think the effect we have juniors, but it's funny, you know, a lieutenant, they oh, yeah. were literally junior to them, sort of speak. However, we can influence that lieutenant. Oh, yeah. We can influence that, right? And they may become a general one day, right? And they may, but yeah. in some of them will. Yeah. And right, so I think you have a point there. Like, what if we do create this flow of this wave mm -hmm. of influence? Hey, the show's called it Instinctive Influencer. So, uh, <laughs> but we create this influence that does help people see yeah. beyond things. Because yeah, do you think, I mean, do you believe that that sergeant in Vietnam agreed with the general in charge of Vietnam, Westmoreland? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was, and, and it's getting to that, like, were there, were there conflicts and things in there and the, and the way they thought? Yeah. Like we may, I don't agree with that. You know, everything is said, and that's, I got it. But you're right. Let's affect what we can affect. And I yeah. often that's probably one of the things I think we miss the mark on because we're we some some people just get so tunnel focused on the other crap, right? Yeah. Uh sort of speak. Um, hey, pushing you through here. Leadership philosophy, guys. Uh, you didn't do DCL yet. No. Yeah, we have. So we're all in the same department too, by the oh, way. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, don't worry about the flies. Those are free. Um, <laughs> we, we give those away. Actually, uh, you'll have a bag of flies when you get outside. I don't know why we have a fly in our house. Like that's the one time. It's a one warm place. So mine's, yeah. outside. My, yeah. mine's very easy to, to, to wrap up uh, my leadership philosophy. And, I and I, I've stolen it from Lou Holtz, right? Who used to be a Lou coach. Lou Holtz. Oh, yeah, is coach he from, from Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. He, he does. He does. Uh, I think he's in his 90s. He does announcing. I think he's 85 ish. Yeah, not as much now because he's a little slower. Yeah. <laughs> but he got that list. But I had a, I had, I was really lucky one year. Um, we came back from a deployment at Fort Campbell and they had uh, free tickets to go to a leadership conference down in Nashville. Mm. So I went down there. My wife went to that one. Did she? Yeah. Lou Holtz spoke at it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Lou Holtz and, yeah. and um, um, Colin Powell. Yeah. Right. So he was there, um, and, and Steve Forbes and, and Bill Cosby, oddly enough, uh, which that, that whole thing's, you know, awful, but, um, the, the most, the two most impactful for me were, 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 was Colin Powell and then Lou Holtz. And, and the first thing that I stole from, from Colin Powell was he would, he would drive into the parking lot at, underneath the Pentagon. And the way, the way that you park, get parked in the Pentagon is all by basically when you get there. Right. So they kind of sandwich people into the back and then you're kind of stuck until that parking lot kind of opens up and then, then you're able to get out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean like they just basically, yeah, you can't of, get out if you're in the front. Yeah. 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 So like if you're the early bird that Ugh. gets there, right. And, and they don't like you, Wow. they'll park you in the back and you're now stuck until other people leave. Right. So he would always get there and he would pe treat people with, as he said, it, dignity and respect. Right. He would get there and he got to know the guys that managed the parking garage. <laughs> And so they would always mm -hmm. take care of him. Yeah. They'd park him in a good spot. And whenever yeah. he wanted to leave, he could. Right. So that was very impactful. Yeah. And That's, then, and then, um, I didn't know that the, we're not the giving away secrets with though. Lou Holtz. He said when he was coaching his team, it was, uh, always do your best, mm -hmm. uh, do what's right, do your best and show people that show people that you care. Right. Mm. And when he said, you know, do, do, do what's right. He said, you know, instinctively, I think people know what right and wrong is. Right. So that was pretty, tr pretty transparent, but <laughs> some people don't, <laughs> but it feels like he said doing, doing what's right. He said, you know, I would tell my players as we, as we spend time together this season, I'm, I'm going to know what your personal best is. It's mm -hmm. ridiculous to talk about doing 110%. Right. 
And, and so I've kind of changed the narrative over years as I learn about torque in an aircraft, right? I'll say you can't give more than you can't give 110% unless you're talking about torque in an aircraft. Right. Mm. Uh, but what you can yeah. do is give your personal best every day. And that personal best might be 80% today, mm-hmm. but I'm going to know what that is because I'm invested in you as a person. Yeah. And if you, and if it's not there, then we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about what's distracting you and keeping you away from your personal best. And we're not going to leave the conversation until I figure out what it is. And then when we figure out what it is, then we're going to try to put fixes on that so that we can get you back in the game. That was his, that was his philosophy as a, as a coach. Mm. And that, that to me, like resonated with yeah. me. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, showing people that you care, right. Investing with people, being authentic, right. Not being fake and being something that that's, that's, you know, some, uh, abortion of, 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 you know, a genuine persona, right. Just being real with people yeah. that having that honesty, well, you know when people are fake. Oh man, it's it's so transparent. It's easy, right? and, yeah. and when somebody's just giving you lip service, it's like okay, all right, you know. And so I think for me that that's been ever since that conference, I take that in in every every context, whether I was a platoon sergeant, a first sergeant, uh, you know, um, I, I take that in. And if I've if I've got a group of people that I'm supposed to care for, that I hit them with that right out of the gate. Mm. These are my expectations, right? Yeah. That that of us as an organization, because I'm held to the same standard. This is our. This is the expectation that we're gonna. This is how we're gonna do business here mm-hmm. in this environment, right? We're gonna do yeah. what's right. We're gonna do our best to show people that we care, right? And if we do that, we're all gonna get along just fine. That makes um, sense. Lou Holtz, eighty-five. Yeah, man, eighty-five, 85 years, old. years old. Yeah, but there's Hell some that are even older. Yeah, uh, and yeah. So that's that's pretty much my my style uh, yeah. with that makes that that extra flair from Colin Powell because it's. Again, you know, if you get to know some, you get to know people, it's amazing what, what people will do mm-hmm. if they think you're invested in them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah I, know? My relationship with my last commander, like I, we were close, like yeah. real, real close, like no joke. And it's because of the investment we showed each other. So yeah. you're, yeah, exactly wrong. Yeah. Uh, so I'll tell you the last, the last question I have on here. I'll tell you what I thought as soon as you started talking about that leadership philosophy. So there's a couple parts to it. I still, you know, even with the assignment in DCL, you know, I put something on paper, but I'm not really sure, you know, how to kind of break it down. Simply, you don't want it too complicated or too many parts because no one could remember it when you're trying to talk to. It. But uh, one is it's almost identical to yours, servant leadership, which I first learned from uh, Tony Dungy. Yeah. You know, another fantastic. I coach. like Tony Dungy. Yes, so you ever read the book like Mentor him. Leader? I haven't read his book yet. Yeah. I just like I've heard him speak. I've heard. Yeah. Uh, I've seen YouTube things on, on YouTube where they did a speech and th- what he brings to the table. I was like, yeah, no wonder yes. he was a head coach of a world championship yes. team. Yeah. yeah. And uh, just basically the same thing, like investing in people. I mean, if they don't, if they don't know or believe you have their best interest at heart, I mean, what, what, how can you expect anything back? Yeah. Because they promise to listen to your orders. I mean, you know mm. what I mean? They're, you know, that's, you know, commitment compliance yeah. type things, you know what I mean? But uh, you know, and that's on you to 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 so the fly he keeps landing uh, my eyes so I wonder, went from, from him to me now he's, over he's jealous of the show what's up he wants but, his uh, he wants his airtime man yeah <laughs> but yeah just basically serving leadership that you know um we uh, have to be invested that you know, in our I'm, I'm sorry I'm, <laughs> that's all right. i get so distracted easy like a squirrel no i get you and yeah. that's i i like that man that's, yeah. and then the other parts are conviction uh, you have to believe in what you're doing. You know, it yeah. comes across with the genuineness, with the transparency. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, you know, I think we've all known leaders or people that, you know, like they're believers, you know, and when you believe what you're, you're not doing the job for the paycheck, you're not doing it for the, you're doing it because you know, it's right. 
Yeah. That, that, that instills that, uh, you know, the right kind of climate and, and, uh, inspires people, but, uh, um, trust, it all starts with trust. Uh, you know, you can, you can, you can ask a soldier to do the smallest thing and they, and they, if they don't trust you, they won't do it. But if a soldier trusts you, they'll follow you to the gates of hell with water pistols. You know what I mean? Water that, pistols. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, and that, that's it. It's, it's all based on how well they trust you, yeah. which starts and also ends with how well you're invested in them. Yeah. But, then the last thing is just respect and it's you know it's got nothing to do with diversity color race creed all sex all that stuff it's just human beings yeah i mean you know you treat people like they're human beings and yeah. um you know and that that that's just respecting with with people and everything you do so just that's just kind of the balled up uh, you know and and i think you know some of the things you said we've i guarantee you guys have experienced it just like i have uh and with things you said and we'll get to matt's too here in a minute um We've seen people that are opposite of what we said. And we've seen what happens with that. We see, you know what I mean? Like, and it, I think that's something that ingrains in my brain. And that's why I do have that, like that faith that if I can help breed or, or uh, educate, train people in a certain way and a certain mindset, or to, not to not tell them how to think or what to think, but just, yeah, just give them an idea of like, hey, this is why. Do it the way you think's right down the road, but I'm gonna tell you right now, my way may be the right way or your way. You know, it's just weird, but yeah. Leadership philosophy, man. Give us. Uh, so mine is stolen, but it's I've adapted. Stolen. Yeah. So I so I had a commander I worked with when I first got to Third ID, and Third ID was my first non-special ops operational aviation job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a huge adjustment, but uh, he's. It was standards, discipline, motivation, professionalism. If we'll do those things, we'll, we'll be great. So, you know, and they each have their own little breakdown that I like to add on to them just so people understand what's included in there. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But if you can execute those, we will, we're, we're going places. Yeah. Then just a couple things that are really important to me. I'm a Raider fan, okay? Commitment to excellence. <laughs> commitment to excellence. If you can commit to be excellent. I may should man, maybe I shouldn't have talked about Cincinnati so early. <laughs> hey, hey, they went to the next game, you know. If the Raiders would have got that touchdown, yeah, my, man. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, a commitment to excellence. Like, don't just be the bottom like what's the what's the lowest I can do to pass this PT test? Yeah. No, yeah. seek to be excellent. Yeah. That's not good enough. Yep. And then I always, always preach this. Effort over talent all day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Effort yeah. over talent. Right. I don't care how talented you are. If you're given a half butt job, yeah. You're not you're you're not you're still hurting me because there's so much more that could be done here. Yep. Yeah. And you're slowing everyone else down too because they're watching you while you're got your feet kicked up and they're yeah. still struggling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Effort. Like if you're giving me effort and you're and you're, you know, back in the old APFT days, the best you can give me is a two forty. That's your very top man, I see how you're busting your butt. I'm good with it. Yeah. The dude who doesn't have to do anything, he still scores a mm -hmm. 300. I don't care, man. Great. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You go that, out and sneeze and score a 300. Like yeah. what else yeah. you got, man? That's, that's like, your, that's your natural talent. That's yeah. great that you have that, but how yeah. are we building on it? So I want effort all day. Anyone yeah. who's working their butt off, giving their best. I got so much more respect for them regardless of what, what their numbers look like. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Cause yeah, they're yeah. giving Absolutely. all they have. Yep. I, you know what? It's funny. You brought that about the 300. I, uh, I, I pretty much uh, made somebody mad once because I told them just because you get a 300 does not make you a good leader. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that yeah. doesn't mean, and like he actually got upset. And I'm like, well, let's, let's run the gamut on this. How yeah. many, you know, how many people are you helping to get to your same mm-hmm. level? How many people are you teaching these things yeah. to? Well, I don't have to, they should be able to do that. Well, then are you a leader or are you just somebody who's really good? I, re- I really something? frustrated our, our instructors at SLC because they, they put on a, an anonymous questionnaire. Uh, should we bring back the APFT as a condition of, of graduation? And so I marked no. And I sent it, sent it up, and then they, they just went mental. He was really upset. <laughs> Who in the world said no? I said, well, it was meant to be anonymous, but I'll own it. I, sa- <laughs> I said, right? Yeah. Why would you say that? I said, day zero, we showed up. This is senior leader course. Day zero, we showed up. We've been, we have a packing list. And there's, you know, we're going to give an exemption over here because they didn't want to bring the, the, mm-hmm. these items. We're going to give an exemption over here because they didn't want to bring these items, right? At no point in time did we say, gentlemen, this is unsatisfactory. Mm-hmm. We're all CONUS-based soldiers. None of us were deployed. We'll all have access to AFIs. Or we could have <laughs> purchased that thing we're missing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Had we gone through, looked at the packing list, and brought the items, it'd be a different story. But what you're telling me is, is that in order to determine whether or not somebody has met the requirements to graduate this course is going to be predicated on on their performance at this test yeah and we have we've already seen on day zero that that five out of the ten of us have failed right Mm -hmm. but we've never we've never once addressed it not at all yeah i take issue with that yeah right and and we've got people in the class that failed multiple tests they've got an opportunity to go back and retest again these are things that we could we could change the standards on to help figure out who needs to be advanced and who Mm -hmm. needs to be held back Mm-hmm. But we're not doing that. And I, 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 I refute the idea that just because you're a good runner, that means you're a good leader. Yeah, it does. Right? It goes back to effort. If you're I not giving out the, the, the best effort, just because you can naturally run a 1250, yeah. Yeah. it doesn't mean you know how yeah. you're invested. Yeah. It doesn't even mean you're invested in the organization. Yeah. 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 Right? It literally just highlights you're a good runner. Yeah. That's and so, it. yeah, it was kind of funny, anecdotal, but funny. That <laughs> <laughs> is, I mean, that is good. Uh, so mine is action. I've had, I've had this for a few years. Um, it, it, the philosophy, it basically goes down. Uh, so it's accountability of people and equipment. Uh, then it's communication. So I'm always going to communicate. Training is important to us as, as that's what our job is. Like is a non-commissioned officer important for training. Uh, then I go into uh yeah. Integrity. I was almost, almost flipped the letters cause I can't spell. Uh, so integrity, integrity, everything we do, right. Everything you do. Cause, because we are seen all the time. We're always under a microscope, no matter what, you know, a soldier can walk in and out of a building without a hat, but that one time that that senior leader does it, it's like, Oh, I can't believe, you know, so and everybody in the formation will know about everyone it by will the know. end of the day. Yep. Everyone will know. <laughs> uh, owes ownership. So, you, you may, some people confuse accountability with ownership. To me, it's a difference. So I want to be accountable of my people and equipment, but I want to have ownership of all mission tasks and responsibilities. Yeah. Uh, and then the final one, you guys may, re- you understand in the, when we start off in uh, the NCO creed, it starts with no one, right? So the final one is, it says no one, but it means no one will get in my way. No one will fail me. No one will be the one to, uh, to basically destroy my life. I'm going to be the one that controls all that, you know, like type of thing. But, um, so we're kind of rounding out the show. We're kind of getting towards the end here. Uh, and what I wanted to get into was, you know, what does the army look like for you? No, I'm sorry. What does life look like for you 
after the army. And I guarantee, I like some of you I know already, but what does the, the what life look like after the army, Matt? You want me to start? Go. Yeah, I know. Cause I know, I kind of know yours, but I'm trying to, I want to make sure I'm right. Oh man. So something my wife and I talk about and it's, we talk about it more and more and it's very important. Freedom. We need freedom. Uh, my wife's a teacher. So she's, and she was a, a soldier. That's how we met. Um, Many moons. Yeah. And freedom from your kids? No. <laughs> I can't wait to be a grandparent. I know this is off yeah, track. Yeah. I can't wait to be a grandparent. I mean, I can to a certain yeah, degree, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. can't because I wasn't there to raise my kids the way I want yeah, to be. Yeah. And I miss that. And they're, like I said, they're growing. So it, that's honestly, there's an emotional toll with that. And I need emotion. I need that opportunity. It's yeah. important. But freedom from, from things I disagree with, but I do because I'm a soldier. Yeah. You know, freedom from someone telling me what to do when, you know what, you're not the smartest, you know, person I've ever met. Like what you're saying is wrong and you're not listening. Yeah. You know, freedom from someone else telling me my hours, what, what's my priorities are when mm -hmm. I know what my priorities are, just freedom yeah. from, from the establishment in general. Yeah. So yes, we're going to, mm -hmm. this year we're pushing hard to grow our business, you know, um, both on the Airbnb inside and on the long-term rental, you know? Um, so we're looking to have that, that passive income coming in. We're looking, like we said, mm -hmm. we're, we're going to be opening a coffee shop in the future. I have the property already for it. Yep. We're, we're looking at buying, uh, buying beverage, uh, truck. So that way, if I'm not where that property is, we can still continue that business moving forward. My wife can do cakes. She's a professional bodybuilder in her spare time. Believe it or not, she's got a wow. pro card so Man. she can do training. You yeah. know, she can get her trainer certificate. Um, my kids, my, I'm sitting, my daughter right now is going through SCAD and she's getting her interior design degree. So, so her and dad can, can work together and we can do things. So, I mean, it's, the process is there. And ultimately what we want to do when the army part is hung up is we want to buy us a farm with property where we can put all the houses on and the kids can live there with their families as well. And we'll have that freedom. We'll have our, you know, our plants, our animals, that stuff. So that if God forbid, whatever happens in the future, we're still we're getting towards that self-sustaining. Mm. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's what freedom is to me there, you know, is uh, just being able to go when I want to go. Dude, was in, obviously within reason what you yeah. want to do. I'm not saying like I want to go burn down something, you know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I get to make that choice. My yeah. wife and I get to make that choice. And then we're not dependent on something else. Mm -hmm. We've created our own independence and we're, we're able to, you know, live high off the hog or if we have to, you know, kill our own cow or something. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So that's, off the cow that's too. what it looks. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's what, that's what my picture yeah. looks like. Marcus, cool. what's, what's, what's the uh, life after the army look like for you? So we have a house outside Savannah as well. I love that area. Um, I've all the places been definitely going to retire there. Got some acreage, but uh, the plan is uh, do eight more years retired pretty much. After 30? You doing 30? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm shooting mean, until they kick me out. Me too. I mean. <laughs> and uh, like I said, never have any kids. Never had any kids. Good with finances. My mortgage will be paid off in a couple of years. And uh, her kids are out of the house. So um, we should be able to retire, retire after, right when we hit 30. Like not not have to work anymore. Right. And the goal is to buy a fifth wheel. That's why I got my big truck. So that'll yeah. be paid well, off. Well, you both have a big truck. I've seen both of them over yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's got one too. Yeah. And, um, and then travel like six months out of the year, you know, winter yeah. down in Savannah. Um, she's already got a, a, a grandson, believe it or not. And, uh, maybe during the summer we go, you know, if it works out, so, you know, we'll start taking the grandkids with us as we're, yeah. as we're, as we're RVing, that's, that's you know, cool. so 
I wish yeah, I so. had that. Oh, like, can you imagine, like, if you you were a kid again, like you had like a grandparent that took you around the country? That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, like, right. That is like that would. I don't know, man. Like now that I'm seeing stuff as an adult, I'm like, man, I wish I'd have seen this sooner. You know? Yeah. It's so crazy. Like what you said about your buddy. Like that dude's living free right now, and his kids are still getting an education that you're not going to get. Yeah, in the classroom. Like, yeah, you, you can't. You're just not. You're getting yeah. life, and you're getting yeah, yeah, the the, the standard part of it. You know, Highway I, therapy. How can you trade yeah. that? You just can't trade that. You yeah. can't. That's the name of his uh, thing, and I'll I'll plug him all day long because he's Greg D. I don't think he does advertising anything, but Highway Therapy, great. Gary's his name. Gary Mead. Uh, I served in Afghanistan with him. Uh, but yeah, just unbelievable. Hey, that awesome man. Yeah. American Current, I guess yours. I guess yeah. yours because you've been doing a really good job so far that I noticed. Uh, you guys have too. Um, <laughs> I put out? I put right here <laughs> yeah, um, motivational speaker. <laughs> okay, no, no. that's interesting. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, yeah, so I I don't know. I probably not that. Um, well, I, cer- that I certainly haven't planned that. Yeah. Uh, the current plan right now is is uh, I'm I'm going to do two things uh, in synchronization. Uh, so my brother started a business. He, he worked in the pharmaceutical industry for about 35 years and had enough of it. Ooh. Yeah. So he worked, uh, Wait, did you see his, did you see him flare up? Like I heard his nose go. <laughs> 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 so he, he got, he, he, he did very well. Um, he got up to where he was managing the marketing division for one of the major companies right. in their oncology division. Okay. Um, and he just got to the point where he said, you know what? I want that, that freedom Matt was talking about, right? I want some of that freedom. So uh, he decided he opened up a franchise. And mm-hmm. so he's going to try to expand that uh, over the next, four, you know, probably four yeah. or five years. Right. Uh, and and if, the, if the conditions are right, then the, the current plan is I'm going to exit the Army and go join him. Nice. And we're going to do that together. And if we can expand it, then we're going to expand it and try to get that as, as solid as possible. Um, but while that's going on, because, you know, you always got to have backups. Mm-hmm. Uh, my current plan is as we get closer, probably about two years before mm-hmm. I think I need to get out, uh, I want to do my PMP certification and then try to try to look at if things don't work out and and the business wasn't as successful as we thought it right. was, I'll have a fallback plan to where I can go through and just do project yeah. management for, for whoever mm-hmm. I can get on with, really. Because, um, I mean, that's really what we do mm-hmm. pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Most of our lives, you know, as soldiers, we've we've at, at certain echelons, we've managed projects, whether it's phase on an aircraft or, mm-hmm. or you're talking about, uh, you know, different different deployment operations you've gone on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've managed that thing from, yes. from start yeah. to finish. Uh, so it's natural. It's something that, that I think, yeah. you know, speaks directly to what I could put on a resume. So we'll do that. Get a house. And, and I still want the I still want the RV life. Mm-hmm. Telling you, man. Because I, I think it, it just really speaks to me, right? Like homeschool the kids, get on the road, go out there, you know, see as much of the country as you can yeah. Yeah. Um, it, and, and give them that life because it's man, appealing. It's know, so appealing. It's, it's something that I think would be awesome, but we'll see. You know, I, 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 I'm not, um, I'm, I'm blessed to have a job. I graduated with, you know, I came in the army with a high school degree, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I wasted a lot of time as a younger mm. soldier. I, th- I think yeah. I talked about that early in the show. <laughs> we wasted all a lot did. of time and uh, didn't really invest in myself as much as I should have. Yeah. Um, and now I kind of, I've got more clarity on that. I can see yeah. Yeah. what, you know, some of the errors of that, of those ways. And so I think um, just looking at it, hopefully, you know, those plans will help get into that space where we're going to have that freedom and, and go out and just mm. kind of try to enjoy life and, 
it's it is it's remarkable, right? Like yeah. that we can look back and be like, man, I wish I'd have done this. I wish I'd have done that. But now, yeah, yeah I mean, what what I kind of take from it though, in a sense, is like, well, we still each have a little bit of time we're gonna give, right? Um, so why not like pass that on? And will they listen? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. Who knows? It, you know, like someone will. Yeah, I'm I don't like, care if they won't, yeah. but I'm at least going to offer it up. Yeah, yeah. I'm lucky to be here where I'm at right now, and yeah. then we'll see. You know, yeah, yeah. and and oh, if, I am too. Believe if me. the tea if the tea leaves say, hey man, you know what? You've you've taken this thing as far as you yeah. can take it, and yeah. and you know it's time for someone else to take on take it on. I'm happy with that. Yeah, you know, I've made peace with it. I I, I honestly oh. thought I would have retired as a sergeant first class, to be honest. That's and, what I thought. And you know, it's it's yeah. You know, I I'll leave religion out of it, but you know, I think there's some influence that. It has placed me where I'm at, and I'm again. I'm grateful. I'm I'm thankful. I'm gonna do my best with what I've got, and then we'll see how it plays out. You know, and it's time. It's time. I I will leave with no. The only regret that I'll leave with is that I think there are certain instances where I I, I could have done better by some of the people that I served with. Right. Yeah. I think I could. I think I could have done more mm-hmm. in my personal investment to them. Yeah. Uh, and and that's that's a regret. I don't think I'll be able to ever shake. I can just try to use that to generate change in myself in the future. Um, but other than that, man, I, I've got no regrets. I've had a great, yeah. great time in the army and met awesome people. Oh yeah. That's, that has been the fun part for me is yeah. meeting all the different people. And it's funny you say that, like, uh, you know, you know, regrets or, or you wish you would have done something for people before. So I had a SAR major. I was recruiting. I went recruiting for three years in Ohio and I had this one SAR major. Um, I know his last name, but I can't remember his first name. Anyway, uh, he, he called me. He'd already retired. He'd already been retired for three years. So that would have been, so I got an 08, 11, 2011. He calls me. Just happened to be, I was I was home back from a deployment, getting ready to go on another one. And he started telling me, hey, man, I totally just wanted to call you up and say thank you for all the hard work you did, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, this is weird. Like, I felt a little weirded out for a moment. I'm like, why would he do it? And then I just thought, you know what? Maybe he's just coming to the realization I needed to contact certain people. And yeah. I, from what I understood, he did. Yeah. Like there were some other people yeah, that were yeah. in that same battalion I was a part of. And I reached out and I was like, Hey, I got a call. And then like, I did too. It's weird. So it's funny. We yeah. can do that. Um, guys, I, I, w- I just want to say like, I totally enjoy getting together. Uh, I've had yeah. some goosebump moments while we were sitting here and you can't see it. That's why I wear the long sleeves. Um, <laughs> I enjoy, I enjoy the talk and you know, it's, it's something that Ed and I are trying to start adding in a little bit here and there where we get more people on because it's nice to hear other experiences, other thoughts, things like that. Um, so first thing is I want to thank you so much for coming in today. Um, in this somewhat of a studio. No, thanks for the invite, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Good times. Um, but with that, I always have to close out the show a certain way. If you are trying to connect, uh, you can meet, I know all these guys are on Facebook. So if you know them or don't, or don't want to know them, don't friend them. Um, (laughs) If you're looking to connect with the instinctive influencers, just go on to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. That's a big one. uh, And just type in one zero one influence. Now YouTube, you just type in instinctive influencers and you'll find us. Uh, And that's where you'll see this show. Uh, but you'll see it in, if you're listening, you'll see a little link underneath in the show notes. You can click on it. It'll take you straight to the, uh, to the YouTube page and you can watch and see, uh, these guys as they talk through different things. Uh, we, one of the cool things, uh, Marcus and I, he's, he's actually made a few comments on the show, uh, on the, the page. So, uh, so it's kind of like, Oh man, I finally get to bring him into the fold a little bit, Matt. I've been wanting to bring into the fold. I just had to figure it out and make sure I kind of put a, 
No, I'm just saying a leash. Yeah, no, no, I'm joking. No, no. Matt, <laughs> Matt is a very, like when you get to know Matt guys, very opinionated. And that's what I love. We go hiking. We've gone hiking a few times and I just listen. Like I'll just mm-hmm. listen to him. And he, he tells me all these things and I'm just like, man, I just listen and I don't <laughs> mind. And I like what he's teaching me. Like, cause he was teaching me some stuff about real, uh, realty slash rentals. I'm like, Oh, you know, it starts, that's um, cool. but thank you very much guys. I appreciate it with that. Ed is obviously not here. So we're going to just close the show without Ed telling you about where you can find us. If you do search for us, um, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or you look at us at YouTube, Hey, let us know what you think. Put it in the comments. It's fine. We don't mind. Give us a thumbs up on youtube and with that then it starts some music at some point and then i can close the show out uh there it is but with that i am brian and ed is still in germany we get to hear about where he's going next hopefully within the next couple weeks because i already know where he's going thank you so much for listening have a great day